Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's your host, Millie Mills, and welcome to another great edition of Bring It in the House. We're celebrating two years, two years with this podcast show, and we're so grateful. Now, of course, you know, this is the show that spotlights musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. And of course, we have and our guest today is all of that. He's 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 an entertainer. He's a leader. He's all that and more. Let's give a warm welcome, guys, for Hollywood comedian, actor, director, writer, Pierre Edward. Well, I don't use my last name, but okay, just Pierre. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't put you don't say Beyonce Knowles, you don't say Madonna Ciccone, you know, so it's just Pierre. Okay, Pierre. Well, I really appreciate you stopping to make time to, to speak with us. I realize how busy you are. You have such a busy schedule. So again, all good. Can't, can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough it. for stopping by. It's all good. It's all good. All right. So as I said, we're celebrating two years on the air and you get to celebrate with us during this month. And that's a big plus. Now, Pierre, you're from um, D.C., correct? Originally? Yeah, well, Quick rundown, I was born in Texas. My father's in the military, my mother's really? German. So two weeks later, we moved to Germany for 11 years. When I was 11 years old, I moved to Washington, D.C. And then when I was in my early 20s, I moved to California. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome story. That's, that's a, I know that was exciting, kind of moving around like that as a kid. Well, it was, uh, well, you know, when you do it at a young age, you don't realize what you're doing. Yeah. You're just doing it. Um, I, I have a new comedy special that I talk about. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't know racism until I moved to D.C. You know, when I was in Germany, I, I played with white kids, Mexicans, Asians, you know, yeah. you name it. I mean, Latinos, yeah. everybody, white. Then, But when I got to D.C., I, you know, they told me, you either with us or with them, niggas. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much that's why I get down. You hanging with us or you hanging over there? And I was like, what's over there? And it was like, white devil crack ass. And I was like, okay. I was here with the black people then. Well, I don't, I don't sound right. So I decided to hang. And that's how it became. <laughs> I have to say this. I just have to say this. You have always been just originally funny to me. I mean, you oh, really, yeah, you really have that genuine talent. <laughs> You're amazing. So, Pierre, while attending grade school or high school, did you have any idea that this was going to be your career path going into comedy? Yeah. Um, when I was a kid in Germany, the soldiers used to meet at a, at a, at a um, like a fountain in the middle of town. And mm -hmm. I would go perform for them, American soldiers. You know, remember, I'm only like seven, eight, ten years old. And, you know, the soldiers, would act, I'd act crazy or handicapped or something. Just be, I would just do funny things in front of them. They would give me money. So at a very young age, and my mother would let me put shows on for company at the house. So. Yeah, I pretty much knew. I didn't know, you know, how it works, but I knew I put shows on. I didn't know, you know, that it was Hollywood and all that kind of stuff. But I've always been an outgoing, funny person. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Now, you appeared on the Apollo show. Was it like in the early 90s? And yep. that's and that's when comedian actor Martin Lawrence introduced you. No, 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 no. That was oh. Def Comedy Jam. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, he had a show called Def Comedy Jam. Well, you know, Russell Simmons and them. And he just he was really the MC and they just booked a lot of comedians, very funny legendary comedians. People wanted to become legendary comedians. And um uh, you know, the 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 comedy booker from New York came to LA, was looking at a couple people heard about me, came and saw mm -hmm. me perform, was like, All right, I want you on Def Comedy Jam. Again, I really I'd heard about it, but it hadn't aired yet, you know, because they <laughs> shot maybe like six episodes. You shoot episodes first before you air them. And they did so well, you know, just people, the show before it even aired that they asked for six more episodes. And I was on the first season. That's how I got my first season. Amazing. Let's take a look at that clip I managed to find. I did some oh, digging. Man. Yeah, let's see. Big, here. big on. Uh, yeah. 
big. The boy's funny. I know you're going to enjoy him. Give it up for Pierre. Fuck this mic. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to have a good time. I'm living in L.A. now. They need a subway. Fuck that. They got too many people out there begging, hitchhiking, waiting for rides and shit. I hate hitchhikers too. Fellas, next time you see a hitchhiker, do me one favor. Do what I do. See him like, pull past him like 50 yards, pull over, let the nigga run to your car. Like, hey, man, you alright, my brother. You alright, man. You pretty cool. You alright, man. You alright. Soon they get to your rear bumper, pull off. Say, whoo. I think what the hell? 25 more people do that. He'd be where the hell he want to be at. Nigga, be like, nigga, thanks, man. I live right here. You are right, motherfucker. You are right. My house is right here. Thanks, man. Number 19. Thank you. Thank you, motherfucker. He ain't got no car. He can't catch me. Fuck that nigga. Shit, fuck him. <laughs> that's like that's like showing a picture of you when you was in the third grade with braces and big thick glasses. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. rough to look at. That's rough to look at, but you know it's your show. It's rough to look. At. Man, it's amazing. I mean, I I just always loved you. Just I like that that guy right there is going places. I just always knew that. <laughs> and from there, of course, you went on to appear in several movies, including mm -hmm. How to Be a Player, Babs. Mm -hmm. And a little more recently, Slice 3. So um, <clears throat> to, how to be a player, of course, you had a lot of heavyweight actors in, uh, on there. So how, how was that transitioning? How was it like from going from stand-up to film? How was that for Well, you? actually, Baps was first. Baps was first? Okay. Yeah, Baps, Baps was first. Robert Townsend directed it, saw me at a comedy club, would always see me and say, I have something for you. Then one day he brought me to a, uh, in a Hollywood hotel, Beverly Hills Hotel, and it was to meet Halle Berry because they chose me out of all the actors they met. You know, just pick, you know, she went, well, she was in the process of choosing. She chose me, to meet me, sit down. And then I did BAPS. And um, I was a little nervous. Um, I never filmed, did a real movie before, really yeah. nothing. And um, I remember asking Robert Townsend, how'd you know it was going to, you know, that I was going to work? And, you know, I never acted before that you see me. He said, nigga, in rehearsal, if you wasn't funny, you know, I was going to get somebody else. <laughs> so, so that went from there. And then, then the same producer produced How to Be a Player. And I went to audition with, um, you know, went audition for the for that movie and got that. And, and a couple of other ones. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look at one of these lines, one of these scenes, I mean, that's really funny. To me. <laughs> I look good in the mud. That's what he trying to say. Thank you. Nisi, ain't you thirsty? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, let me let me get a four four hurricanes, bro. <laughs> Ooh, now y'all look good. Now really, really, not like these Gucci girls. Y'all got class, like waitresses or something. <laughs> That'll be $16 even. Hell no, let's go. I ain't thirsty. Come on, let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> 
so smooth i mean you you just came in boom i mean and that lick look really was that a real hit no was of course it, it wasn't no <laughs> come on <laughs> we ain't not people out to, like that don't you uh -uh. yeah i just had to ask you know no, that's all good especially all that you know the rap that uh about the chris rock and the whole will smith, will smith. Now, that, that was real that was real yeah <laughs> that was real that was real so Baps, by the way, that was that's one. It was one of, and still is one of my favorite movies. I, a lot of people say that. Time. I didn't know it was gonna be as liked and loved, you know, at the time I was doing it, and it came out. It really wasn't successful in the theaters. It got successful on on you know video yes. and movie. Video. People started watching. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad. But a lot, a lot from when that movie really from eight years old to eighty, you know, people love that movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. So would you say that's your true breakout movie as an actor? Was that BAPS that did um, it for you? Uh, yeah, I, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. it showed uh, it showed two dimensions of me, being funny and being serious at the end. And being you know? serious, yeah. Yeah, people really yeah. bought both of those. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And since then, you guys, well, from that set, you lost two of your cast members, right? Yeah. really a sweet yeah. person we were we were uh, in the midst of doing a play baps to play um mm -hmm. rehearsing for that and, and aj we had a couple other people and they were you know really really it was a really good play and then all of a sudden uh pandemic hit and we had to stop and then during that period of time we lost those people yeah yeah that's mm -hmm. really sad mm -hmm. yeah great two of them very great yeah, and we went we, and that crew there went to another the next movie you know how to be a player they both everybody was in how to be a player again me and AJ, yes you know? yeah. yes so yeah and how how to be a player now a lot of people say that was one of their favorites but i still prefer bat baps mm -hmm. so um so how was it working on the on the set with all of those great actors with how, how to be a player how was it? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It was just working. I mean, I mean, I can't say I was like, oh my God, I'm working. I was yeah. young into it. I didn't I mean I was just doing it, you know. I was You're just doing, doing your thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. Well, that makes sense. I mean, at the time you probably didn't know that it was gonna blow up. Right, to that sure. Extent. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, we also got a little clip of that, you know. We just try to put you put everything into one episode. I'm what you might call a player. 10 o'clock, Katrina. Hey. Mm. 2 o'clock, Amber. Hey, that girl is persuasion. You mean Caucasian. 4 o'clock, Robin. Oh. 4.05, Robin's husband. What's that smell? What smell? Just another day in the life of a player. You want to dance? What is life? All I know is a brother who 
got more than one woman and looking for some more is a pimp. Well, that covers just about every man I know. Now, Uncle Fred, that's the Mac of his family, the original player. See, a woman who's a player herself wants to be played. Yo, 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 yo. Needs to be played for the continuation of this man-woman thing. Open up the door! I mean, it's eternal. You know, like the smell of chitlins. I'll be damned if it ain't the before and before shot. Looking like two big M&M's sitting over there. Now that's cold. Bill Bellamy. <laughs> Natalie DeSalle. You a beast about to get busted. Bernie Mac. Your mama's a man. I'll push your head wide over the pier. Fire. <laughs> J. Anthony Brown. Hey! Gilbert Gottfried. It's onion food. It makes a grown man cry. And Max Julian as the original player. Def Jam's How to Be a Player. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. We unfortunately lost two people from there. Uh, Gilbert yes. Gottfried passed away, and Max Julian, the pimp, well, the head. Yes. He, he passed two great act, you know, two great people yeah. in the industry. Yeah, and then Bernie Mac and all that. Oh, so you, Brian, of course. Yeah, so you got a chance to work with Natalie a couple of times, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sure did. I enjoyed every yeah. bit of it, too. She's Amazing. a sweetheart. Really good person. Really good person. Awesome. Amazing. So now you're, uh, of course, your next, well, most recent film was Slice 3. And uh, that one I didn't get to see. That was in 2016. Right. Well, no, no, no. It's it's slice one, two, and three. It's a trilogy I wrote, produced, and directed. I haven't released them yet. They haven't even been released yet. They're gonna be released this year. It's a horror comedy. Um, very, very. I think it's funny. It's my sense of humor. It's basically what black people do in a horror movie, you know. And uh, and uh, it's kind of cool at the end. You know, the killer's in the movie with a mask on. You don't know who it is, but it's one of the characters in there, and you gotta pull off the mask and find out the end who it is. Try to try to guess. And then we do a reenactment of stuff. We show clips of back stuff you should have paid attention to to find out and know who the killer is. So it'll be out soon, but it's called Slice 1, 2, and 3. So it's a trilogy. Slice 1, 2, and 3. Okay. I was like, well, did I miss those? No, no, no. They haven't come out yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. That sounds great. And so you're just always working. You're always busy. Now you have your own podcast show, and I see you flashing yeah. the cup, the panic yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, right there, look at that right there. Look at that right there. P.S. Mm -hmm. Panic Room. Okay. Yes. Amazing. How do I get to be over there? I'm teasing. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's so funny. But no, I, I can't believe how it's taken off. I, I really can't. And really what was heartfelt is um, some of the big actors and and people in the business that come on my show. You know, the, the show is growing. It doesn't have like millions of followers, but it's got, you know, almost 100,000 and it's moving. But I'm talking about, I've had everybody from T.I. to Killer Mike to Akon to Ricky Smiley, Faison, Ruben Stutter, TK Kirkland, Godfrey. I mean, I've had some I've had some heavy hitters on my dag on show. You know, I'm, I, I can't see. believe they're coming on my show, you know. I'm not like, wow. So it's really uh, it's really uh, I appreciate the fact that they would do that, take the time out and do that. And I got some um, I got Rizza Islam coming up this week. I got uh, who I got Jerry O'Connell from the guy from Stand By Me, the little white guy that was kind of chubby from Stand By Me the movie. He's now on the talk show on the talk. Uh -huh. Michael Collier, so many people I have um, that came through. Kid and Kid and Play, Earthquake. I'm telling you, Tank, wow. the singer Tank. Yeah, oh, so, so yeah, nice. come on over there and see him. It's, uh, it's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's on YouTube. Yeah, that's amazing. I love how you stay busy. You uh, wrote a book as well, correct? Did yes, I did. I don't know where to copy. I don't know if you have a copy of it. Okay. And it's called, it's called My 
my 100 homies and phonies of Hollywood, but all the celebrities that I met in Hollywood, who was cool, who was crazy. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people who were cool and crazy. So, okay. So we'll I got see. the title up there. I got the title. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so they can yeah. get it on Amazon or wherever books are sold, yep. correct? Yep. I don't know why. I should have a copy of it somewhere out here. I, I don't know why I'll have it up here. But yeah. Do you want to uh, do you want to give away a copy on the show today? Uh, no, 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 boo boo. No, we're not giving away damn things. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they, they can go to Amazon and get one if they want one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, so that is. <laughs> hold on. Oh, yeah. Let me see. That reminds me for the next show. And I got at least at least I have it up. Uh, yes. Yes, you gotta make sure we see it. You gotta get the copy of it. I'm gonna pick up. All right, look at that. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Nicely and, done. And, I love it. Mm. And it, 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 it has pictures of basically about all the celebrities that I, you know, yeah. you know, you know, you know, got pictures of me when I was a young boy. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> but uh, oh, so, you know, yeah, so that's what it is. Um, and I'm on a show called Comedy Hype News, which I'm very happy about. We talk about what's mm-hmm. happening in comedy, so on YouTube on Comedy Hype, and um, my second year, we just celebrated our second year, too, of me being one of the lead an- analysts on the show, and mm-hmm. um, that's really sparked my career again, you know, people starting to watch the show and listen to my opinions, you know, we just talk about everything, mostly comedy, but sometimes we stray off to what's happening in society and cult- in the culture, so yeah, it's a great show, yeah. love it. Yeah, I, I caught some of it on YouTube, so it is a great show, it's very interesting, mm-hmm. yes. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, I, remember, I told you I got I got thirteen episodes. I mean, thirteen podcasts I'm doing today. So unfortunately, okay. you know, I got two more minutes on this one here. I got a couple of them, you know, waiting to go on next. But I want to make sure I get you off first. So okay, go ahead and talk well, we're, on. We're getting close to wrapping up anyway. So I know you're mm-hmm. very busy, man. So I uh, just wanted to hit some other things that great sure. things that you're doing. Uh, you're also a micro specialist for uh, Half Truths, which airs. No, I have, in- a, I have a no, not specialist. I have a, I have a, a, um, a special stand-up comedy special. It's called special. Half Truth. It's called Half Truth. It's we call it a micro special because anything under a half hour is a new terminology. Micro special. So it's special. not an hour special. It's yeah. And Comedy Hype is producing it, and it's about. And I decided to tackle racism and make it funny, but make it poignant and make it understand about the, you know, about the society where we're at right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a half hour of me telling funny jokes about how I look at racism, how I came up through it, being half black and half white, hence the, the name Half Truths, about how we look at each other, you know, mm-hmm. how black folks look at each other, um, and how, you know, how society looks at us. And I think it came out really, really great. I mean, people, I've had a lot of comedians that came to the show, and they loved it. So so it'll be out in September. It'll be on pay-per-view first, and then I think they might do something else with it. But it's called Half Truths. It's my uh, half-hour special. It's a micro-special. So there it is. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And a, one, a few more things here. And I, I know you're busy. And, and a few still- more. And a few more, girl. I, I got to get off because I'd be wrong to do that to you. I got I'll take one more question because I got okay. people lined up. <laughs> yes, sir. All I right. do understand. So you, no I know you're doing some humanitarian work. So you yes, have I an am. adult daycare that you have. I'm trying to open up adult. Yeah, well, I'm not going to try. I'm going to open up an adult uh, uh, daycare. Um, mm-hmm. I have affinity for older people. Uh, my father passed at 86 years old uh, about two years ago. And now, you know, I, I see his brother and his, uh, he's about 84, my uncle and my aunt. And I go see them every day and sit and watch Steve Harvey. They're not, they're not feeble or nothing like that, but you know, we, I just spend time with them. And a lot of times I feel like, you know, the younger society, we push older people away and just like, you know, I got nothing. So I want to open a facility up that, you know, a day placement where they can come and 
play bingo or somebody comes there and watches them and just gives them some life, you know, instead of sitting around watching TV all day long for eight hours, 10 hours, and then go to sleep. I want to give them a place to go to. And I'm a first place is called, uh, it's going to be in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So um, I looked at the building and me and my partner and, you know, she's had 30 years experience of doing that kind of stuff. So I'm not going in blind. So I'm going to somebody who knows what they're doing. And I'm, you know, met some people who own some of the places and they're very, they're not a lot of places like that. I didn't realize that, especially in yeah. at least Charlotte, North Carolina. So it's great. You know, I'm excited that's, about doing that. All that's right. Amazing. That's amazing. Before all you right. go, any other shout outs or anybody you want to recognize or give thanks no, to? Or First of all, I want to thank you. And I'm proud of you for doing your thing. It's been two years for you. Continue to do this. And I hope you get more and more guests. Um, really, I really, I'm really, that's why I decided to do this because people do my show. I reached out and I want to get 13 people in one day to do my, you know, I can't do them all every day. One day, yes. one day I said, let me put them all together on one day, which I'm doing today. Um, and I, a lot of people reach out young people who have their podcast starting off. And if I can help them cool, because like I said earlier, so big time celebrities come and help me out. So I just want to pay it forward. So I'm proud of you. If they want to follow me, they can go at, at comic Pierre, C O M I C P I E R R E on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, or on my YouTube channel, which you can watch those shows, those podcast shows. And, um, you know, there it is. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time to speak to little uh -huh. old me. There and, it is. Uh, yeah. Any words of encouragement? Um, just, you know, we only, I believe we only have one life. I don't know about the next life and all that, but while we're here, do the best you can. Um, you know, really just, just, just do it. You have to, God's giving you time to do it now. People sometimes wait for later on. I'm going to wait two more years. I'm going to do four more years. You're not guaranteed two or four more. You're not even guaranteed in your next breath. So why not do it now? And, I've, and that's what I told myself. I'm always a go-getter. People are always amazed. Like, man, you're always doing this. You're working on this. You're working on that. I just rebuilt my father's house. I remodeled that whole house. I make my own movies, my own podcasts. You know, I do my, so many things because I don't know how long I'm going to be here. So if you really believe and, and cherish your life, do stuff with it. Do stuff with your life. You know, so I will tell you that. Amen. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for stopping by, Pierre. Wow. You guys, you just heard it live right here on Bring It In The House. Pierre, Hollywood comedian, actor, director, philanthropist, humanitarian, all of that and so much more, man. We can we wish you all the best. We're going to stay you. on a few more minutes and I'll let you go ahead and go. But thanks again for stopping okay. by. No okay. Thanks all for having right. me. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, you too. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hey guys, you just heard it from Pierre. I mean, he stopped by to just talk with us this afternoon while we celebrate two years on the air, two years as a podcast. Just a few things we want to mention, you know, some what they call house cleaning things. <laughs> um, just want to mention uh, that we will be getting our t-shirts pretty soon. Bring it in the house t-shirts. There you go. That's the front. And this is how it's going to look in the back. There we go. Mm -hmm. So we'll have details soon on how you can get your T-shirt. We'll be doing this through the month of July, bringing in the house T-shirts. I think we'll have a small, medium, large and a couple of uh, I think we got extra large. It goes up to three XL. So your chance to win those T-shirts are coming soon. We just thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for joining the show. Want to send a shout out to my granddaughter, Maya. There she is. Had to get uh, get her little shout out in. You see, she's got the pop, the fist kind of raised there. She's giving you guys a shout out like, hey, hey. <laughs> she's three months old now going on uh, 30. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> she's very smart, though. So I just had to uh, 
you know, showcase Maya. If you guys want to be a guest on the show, you can always hit us up. Or if you know someone who you feel is, is making a difference in society, just give us a call at 469-284-9922 and we'll be glad to spotlight you. Yes. Also, a big shout out to our sponsor, Classic Touch. That's um, the uh, one of these um, sports and detail shops in uh, St. Louis is owned by my nephew, Eugene Gilliam Sr. So if you're ever in the St. Louis area, just give him a shout out. He will beam up your car. I'm telling you, they, they do such fine work and not saying it because he's my nephew, just saying it because it's true. So thanks for sponsoring the show today. Always, as always, check us out on YouTube. You can always subscribe to our YouTube channel and see any episodes that you've missed. Millhouse Entertainment, just type in Millhouse Entertainment on YouTube and you'll see us. We're, we're right there. Let me see if there's anything else. I know we've been on the air for two years now, so this is really a blessing. I'm so thankful. I'm really, really thankful. This is uh, our banner here. Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. Yeah, so <laughs> that's our two-year anniversary banner. So we wanted to get that on. For you. We might be having a co-host to join us pretty soon. Uh, we're still in the decision-making process of having a co-host. So um, that way um, we'll spice up the show just a little bit. Just spice it up. <laughs> and let's see if there's anything else. Uh, again, I want to thank Pierre for stopping by, comedian, uh, Hollywood actor, director, and all of that, Pierre. We're going to close out the show here with a clip by him, uh, his first amendment stand-up. Let's see here, let's take a look at- A lot of pressure on you women though, a lot of pressure on you women too out here. You gotta have your shit together. Men put that pressure on you, you gotta have a, a nice body, big old breasts, flat stomach, no stress marks, big old booty. And us men put that pressure on you ladies. And most men got fucked up shapes. <laughs> Next time your man tomorrow, you gain some weight, say, hold up, you take off your clothes and you stand in front of the mirror, you not need hairy back, bubble stomach motherfucker. Look at your body, nigga. <laughs> you feel like the letter S, motherfucker. All hunched up like a shrimp and shit. I gotta fuck you too. I gotta fuck you too. Ladies, I don't care. You got a little pooch. I don't care. A little stretch marks. I don't give a fuck. As long as you ain't got what I got, we can work around the rest of the shit. I'll take an out of shape woman and an in shape man any night. When you give me Oprah, you can have Tyrese. But men have pressure too. We gotta be, you know, well endowed. We gotta be working with something. Women always say, what you working with? What you working with? We don't never ask y'all what y'all working with. We know what you're working with. But we gotta have something. Gotta have length, width, girth. Every man in here thinks he had a big penis. Every man in here thinks he working with something. Watch this. Fellas, if you got a little penis, clap. Look at that, look at that. Little brother, like, go on with that bullshit with that comedy shit. Go on with that bullshit. Come on, play. Come on, move on with that bullshit. I'm straight with my leg. Don't worry about that, play. Don't you worry about that. Because <laughs> the reason we don't know is because we only see our penis. We got the shower, walk by the mirror, like, damn, look at all that. Some of us can do that. Some of us can't. Little white guy, white guy, bullshit. Can't do that, man. Come on, man. What a bullshit with that, man. So, so ladies and guys, stop talking about how well endowed we are, ladies. You got to help us out. So, we stop talking that jive turkey bullshit to y'all. And by the time y'all see it, you'll be mad as hell. 
So fellas, uh, ladies, you help us out for the fellas. Here it goes. Ladies, yell it out in inches. What's a nice size penis in inches? Six, six, two, ten. Twelve, who said twelve? Twelve, bitch, you need to go to the zoo. Who said twelve? Who's right there in the white shirt? Would you with the stress marks around your mouth? Oh, snake mouth. Martin Lawrence presents First Amendment Standard. Yeah, I hope you guys have really enjoyed the show. It's been a blessing to be here again. Uh, I'm your host, Millie Mills, and this is the show that spotlights entertainers, of course, musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. Get your meal. So there's always a meal here for you to get fed with. So come on back and see us next week, okay? It's no telling who might drop in to see us, and we just thank each and every guest for stopping by and making time to chat with us. Again, I'm your host, Millie Mills. And if you want to um, reach out to me, you can always just send me an email at um, milliemills 2000 at yahoo.com. That's M-I-L-L-I. There's no E, just M-I-L-L-I-M-I-L-L-S. The number 2000 at yahoo.com. And we will hook you up. We'll get you on the show. All right. So, hey, it's about time for us to get out of here. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks again for joining us on Bring It In The House. We love you.